Hello. Hello. This is Todd. I am at home alone with the cats. I have a glass of water. I wanted to record a podcast uh, as a companion piece to the new Celtic edit that just surfaced. There were a few more things that I would very much like to say about the frame and about my experience with the frame. And uh, I also wanted to share with you an interesting story that just happened. I went, I just went down to the park. I'm just having a lazy Sunday and I just wanted to step out of the house for a bit and go down to the park. There's like a little park by my house and I go down there and just juggle and write notes and just hang out in the park. But I went down there today and I was just uh, juggling a little bit. I'm super sore. I'm really tired from yesterday. And I have probably the worst blister I've ever had on my foot. It, all this, all the skin that like covers the blister got ripped off by a bunion cushion that I was stupid enough to put on it because I wanted to keep skating at Plaza. I put like this pad on my blister. I know I'm jumping around, but I wanted to skate Plaza, so I bought this pad from a drugstore and I put this pad on my on a blister. And it worked good for the session. I didn't, I didn't feel the blister. And then when I got home and I pulled the, or I was about to pull the, the pad off, I realized that it was going to pull my skin off of it too. Like all the skin that was like covering the blister. So that was really stupid what I did. And I had no choice but to rip, off, rip it off, like all the skin and just expose like sore red f blister flesh. And it was the most painful shower I've ever had in my life. But life is pain and I can deal. But anyway, I was at the, the park today, just juggling a little bit lazily, uh, just hanging out, kind of stretching and uh, trying to get my thing together. And uh, there were this, these, this group of kids, this group of black kids, like four black kids, maybe 12, 13, something like that. I'm not too good with age, but I think they were about 12, 13. They were just hanging out, uh, chit-chatting, whatever. And then this group of like older white kids like walked up, three of them, and two of them sat down and the other, the other kid approached the black kids, just started like, I thought they were homies at first, like they were just kind of, you know, being obnoxious uh, 12, 13-year-olds. and uh, But then I realized that the, the white kid was, like, taunting the black kids and, like, trying to get them to fight him and just being a dick and just being, like, a bully. And the black kids, they were like, they were like, what do we do? What do we do? And they were just, like, trying to walk away from this kid. They were just trying to enjoy their Sunday at the park. And this kid was just being a big, stupid dummy and like teasing them and stuff and uh, I uh, usually I wouldn't do this but I just couldn't watch it anymore and I went up I just walked up and I said uh, I looked at the white kid I was like is there a problem and then he just turned his back to me um, and I then I just said just fuck off okay and he just started walking the other direction just walked away and the black kids were like, thank you, thank you. And then 
I just went and sat sat beside the white kid. I walked up to them. The, the white kid looked like he was going to cry. He looked like really nervous, like I was going to pummel him or something. But I just sat down really calmly with these three white, these three kids. And I was, I looked at the kid that was teasing them and I was like, are you retarded? And he didn't say anything. I think he was totally choked up. And, and if he would have tried to say anything, he would have cried because he was like really fucking scared. <laughs> Which is funny that someone would be afraid of me. But um, so I was like, are you retarded? And he didn't say anything. And I say, in a few years, all of those kids are going to be bigger than you. And they're going to be ninjas. And you don't want to make enemies out of those kids. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you want those kids on your side. You know, it was like a, a gang of like brothers, like black brothers. And they're gonna get huge, and they're gonna, like, if that guy fucks with them, they're just gonna ruin his life once they get to high school or whatever. So I'm just like, be nice. Like, don't don't uh, make the future hard for yourself. You know, let's just be cool, all right? And then they were just like, yeah, okay, okay. And then I just walked away. But uh, so they left the kids alone. But that was my my dad experience, anyway. But. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to talk about the Celtic frames. These frames are awesome. I got them like a couple months ago, and I haven't had that much, uh, that many sessions where I focused on grinding. Um, I usually don't do a lot of grinds when I skate, but uh, lately I've been just exploring like different grinding possibilities with these Celtic frames, and I'm super stoked. Like I've been able to do a lot of stuff that I have never been able to do, like weird switch-ups and stuff and like really long grinds like they slide so good and they lock so good like these Celtic frames if in case you aren't familiar with them they're designed to skate flat rocker and they cover the wheel wells on the inside like really well some a lot of people say that the, that the groove is too deep but I disagree like I think you need to to look at it it's kind of an optical illusion it looks like a super deep groove but that's only because the the plastic comes down so far, so it, it looks like it. But I think the 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 groove is actually like the same size as normal frames, relatively. But then, you know, the plastic just extends, so it looks really big. I think it's perfect. It slides like really good for like I can do front farves, I can do back torques, I can do back farves, um, royales, and and. Uh, even for soul tricks, they slide like butter because they have that like hourglass deal that mook frames have where you're only grinding on the, the front and the back so there's less friction on the plastic and it slides super good. So I'm super stoked on these frames. That's kind of why I, I pulled this edit together. Thank you to Danny Beer for filming and for, for putting it together. Um, I just felt compelled to... Uh, support these frames because it's a brilliant piece of technology and it's really opened up a lot of doors for me um, being someone who likes to skate flat rocker I've always been a little bit limited in my grinding because uh, obviously I stick a little bit with my middle wheels but it feels like Celtic frames are this like beautiful marriage of flat rocker and grinding capabilities so I'm preaching the word brother these Celtic frames you gotta get them a sip of water So if you're thinking about skating flat rocker, skate flat rock, skate flat rocker. 
Flat Rocker is really fun. Uh, uh, you can. It was funny yesterday. Uh, I was skating with Danny Beer, and he skates anti rocker, usually. And he tried on my skates, and it was hilarious. As soon as he put on my skates, he just started laughing, and he just started like, like swerving around like. If you think of his skate pattern, like before in his Volo's anti-rocker, he was skating in like straight lines and stuff. And as soon as he put on my skates, he just couldn't help but like, like carve around and, and like draw curvy lines with his skates. Like he, he didn't want to just roll straight. He wanted to like spin around and like just have a lot of fun rolling. And he was just laughing and he really liked them. And um, I think it, it just makes skating, it gives skating like a different feeling. Um, and it makes you feel different on your skates. Even if you just experiment with flat rocker, like I think it's it's good just to have a flat rocker setup and maybe once in a while like go skate flat. It's way better for shitty ground, like if you're skating bumpy concrete and stuff, it feels way better. Man, I hate skating street, street in ante. I don't know how you guys do it. Like every crack you feel it so much and like shitty ground, like it's not fun. I don't know. I don't get it, but, uh, so, skate flat. And the other good thing about these Celtic frames is they're really light. They're super light. Like, I think Danny had his Volo anti-rocker, and we were holding my K2 with the Celtics flat, and I thought, like, oh, yeah, the, the K2s are light and the Celtics are light, but with the extra four wheels and four bearings, um, they're going to be heavier. And Danny's like, no, your K2s are lighter. And we compared it, and the K2s were lighter than his Volos, flat rocker. So kind of gives you an idea of how light the frames are. And the K2s are pretty light too. But the Celtic frames, I think the guy like drilled out unnecessary parts of plastic in the frame. I don't know what he did, but they're super light, and they're awesome. Um, I know Joey had some, pro some complaints about like loose hardware, um, and I think they sent him a new pair. Mine are super solid. I have no complaints. Um, they're really amazing, actually. I paid a little bit more money for them because I had to ship them from the States. Now you can get them at Shop Task in Canada. It took Leon a while to get them. But, uh... You fuck ass! Okay, should I just pause this shit? I'm just gonna pause this shit, alright? I'm gonna pause you and I'm gonna answer the phone. I'm back. That was my future wife on the phone. I'm getting married in a couple weeks. I'm stoked. Um, but uh, these Celtic frames, man. They're really, really hot. You should cop yourself a pair. That's what you should do. You should pull out that visa, go online, and cop yourself a pair of Celtic frames. And I'm not, hey, I'm not... Uh, my motives are purely just to help people enjoy rollerblading. I have nothing to do with this brand. I'm not getting paid for this. I have nothing. I don't... Uh, nothing. So don't worry. You're not getting a sales pitch. I just really like the frames, and I'm sharing that experience with you. That's all. So, um... Hmm. That's about it. Um... I should probably mention that I haven't seen the edit yet. Um, but Danny messaged me on Facebook and said he might do it tonight, so it should be coming up pretty soon, and I'll release this podcast when it comes out. I just think it's interesting to, like, watch, 
skate, watch a skating uh, session, and then listen to someone talk about it. Um, maybe, maybe that's kind of boring, but I think it's interesting to reveal like two different experiences, the same person, like in two very different modes of existence. Like yesterday, I was just like skating super hard in the sun and just full of energy and my body just felt amazing and uh, had a super good day of skating. And today I'm super sore and chilling at home. And so it's two very different uh, states of experience described by one person. So it's very revealing. Oh! Getting a little pretentious on ya! <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call that one it. I, I never play an outro song. I should play an outro song. What's going on? Oh, it's, it's a slow burner. So, I'm not gonna rap for you today. Um, I gotta write some new material. Uh, but one of these podcasts, I'll hit you up with some rhymes. Cause, uh, I just wanna do everything. I wanna, I wanna be a rapper. I wanna be a blader. I just wanna do a lot of things because things are fun, man. I wanna play baseball. Join a men's league next year. Get my pitching on. Get that, get that backslide back. But uh, word up! Thanks for joining me. I'm Todd. This is the How to Be Unpopular podcast, and. We'll see each other again soon. I'll talk to you in the future. In the future.